So we are going to share our three biggest life lessons, and it is her idea. <laughs> All the good ideas are usually yours. Ah, okay. I just, you know, get it going. Welcome to Defon and Sue Try to Do It All. I'm Defon. And I'm Sue. And we're here to tell you stories. Yes. Today we are talking about life lessons. Obviously in the last episode we kind of teased you with that we have a lot of life lessons, a lot of things to share. So we figured the best way to get started is to tell you some stories about ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we are going to share our three biggest life lessons, and it is her idea. <laughs> All the good ideas are usually yours. Ah, okay. I just, you know, get it going. Okay, thank you. So why do we need life lessons? Why do we need life lessons? Well, I think a lot of us go through life and we have life experiences, um, but we don't always think of those experiences, especially some of the ones that are, we feel like they're more negative. We don't always think about them as lessons to be learned, where we can take those experiences, um, reflect on them, learn from them, um, and then move on further in, in our lives. Well, you know, um, a lot of us have the tendency to forget the bad things, right? We remember the good things, we forget the bad things. But in entrepreneurship, um, in business, we say you can fail. You should fail a lot because you can learn from your failures. So one of the things I think uh, nobody's perfect. We make a lot of mistakes mm -hmm. and a lot of bad things happen to us. So how, what can you get out of it? The way I look at it is if bad things happen, bad things happen. You have to pay the price. You feel bad. But you should get something out of it. The silver lining out of something that, that's bad is the lessons you can learn. And hopefully you will avoid some uh, mistakes or failure in the future. Yep. So why don't you go first? Okay, so my three, the three biggest lessons that I have learned um, throughout life thus far um, has been, well, one of them is to keep moving. So no matter what, you know, both of us, we've been through um, some situations in our lives and one thing that has been uh, a constant in in my life is that I have always continued to um, try to do something. I'm always trying one thing, and then if that doesn't work out, trying another thing. Or if I feel like I haven't reached my, I haven't found happiness, or I haven't reached the goal that I thought I wanted to reach, then I just I keep trying different things, and I keep moving, and I keep doing, and I think. Um, that's something that's really important is to keep moving, keep going. Isn't there a danger of trying too many things? There is a danger in trying too many things, but there is also a danger in staying stagnant and not doing anything. So you kind of have to find that balance of not being stagnant in life, but also um, not trying to do too many different things so that you're not um, spreading yourself thin um, or jumping from one thing to the next thing without having really given it a, a good shot. So do you have an example on how you keep moving when you, or when you need to keep moving? Put me on the spot, why don't you? Of course. 
Um, so an example of how I keep moving. Well, so one of the things for me is definitely school. Mm. <laughs> school. Um, I've had many, many years of school um, in different uh, places. So I started at community college and then I ended up at a career college. Um, I got two associate's degrees from there. Which were? Uh, one of them was an associate's degree in um, uh, specialized business accounting. And then another one was uh, a, an associate's degree in paralegal studies. I feel like specialized business accounting. You mean bookkeeping? Yes, yes. <laughs> it was bookkeeping. Um, so I did that. Uh, and then I also trained to become a certified nurse's assistant. Um, and then from there, I went back to community college. Um, and then I went to Penn and then Penn. So I've spent a lot of years in school, but that was because the things that I tried, it just didn't feel quite right. It didn't feel like those were the things that I was supposed to be doing. It didn't make me feel happy. I wasn't fulfilled. It wasn't interesting. Um, so I felt like I just, I had to keep trying something different until I figured out what that special thing was um, that really made me feel passionate um, and like I could do this thing for the rest of my life. And I found that in, um, in psychology and counseling. And that's where I really felt like that's my niche. That's um, what I want to explore. That's what I can do for the rest of my life. I think that's why we're compatible, because I do that a lot. You know me, I try to do everything. Mm -hmm. um, I don't <laughs> actually keep moving, I just keep trying to do everything. Yeah. So, you always tell me that maybe I'm trying too much, too many things. Try to concentrate on a few things. Mm -hmm. Maybe uh, let things run its course and actually follow through on one thing before moving on to the next. So I feel like that's always a good, good advice. Right, so. so what about you? What's your, uh, what's one thing for you? Well, in that vein, sort of similar, my biggest, uh, number one biggest lessons and is, a, is a way to approach things, um, which I call it, when you are down, the only way you can look is up. What does that mean? We are down on our luck a lot of times. As I said before, I used to be homeless. I was a high school dropout. Um, I was homeless. I lived on the street. And I used to, um, this was in L.A., so I moved to L.A., moved to. Um, I went to L.A. because it was nice weather in the wintertime. And I used to sit on the street and looking at all the, I, I like to say, stars and rich people. And they would go to restaurants, driving nice cars. And I always sit there and I thought, well, I'm as far down as I can be. The only way to go is up. Mm -hmm. So as long as I don't want to keep staying down, which a lot of people don't really want to stay down, then you can aspire up and uh, any improvement is an improvement, right? So the first thing I did when I was on the street was I strive to have a place of my own. So getting an apartment was a huge accomplishment. Just imagine that. Most of us now have homes, have apartments. How is that an accomplishment? When you had nothing, that's a huge accomplishment. Mm -hmm. So I felt like it was easier to succeed when you were really down. I mean, it's a, it's a frame of mind kind of thing, but... Yeah, yeah. And I agree. I mean, um, I've... Well, I guess um, that'll kind of bring me into my, 
my next lesson. Um, but yes, definitely um, trying to, to look up, to look further, to look beyond where you are right now is um, something important to learn. So, okay, what, well, what was your next one? Then? Um, I guess so. Um, I'll piggyback off of that. And so one of my biggest lessons that I've learned is to be positive, um, to have faith. Don't be a pessimist. Um, don't view the cup as half empty. View it as half full. And that is definitely something that I've learned along the way. And I owe a lot of that to you. Like, you've actually taught me to be a more optimistic person. Um, I definitely used to be a huge pessimist. I mean, I still have some of that pessimism there in me. I still have some of that pessimism in there with me. But from the time that we met to now, I, I feel like I have definitely become more of an optimist. Um, I try to look for the the positive in things. I try to look for the good in things. Um, and I definitely try to have a lot more faith in believing that things will work out. And when I say faith, I don't necessarily mean it in a religious aspect. It doesn't have to be religious. Um, but, you know, it can be spiritual or it can just be having a faith in yourself. But just having faith and believing that, um, you know, things will work out. They'll work out for you. Yeah, and that leads me to my second lesson. I think this works out well because my second lesson is believing small victories. Mm. Very small victories. Um, there is a publication here in Philadelphia, or maybe there are other places too. It's called One Step Away. It's a publication for uh, to advocate for homeless. So um, if you didn't know, next time when you hear on the street corners in Philadelphia, someone asks you to buy a copy of a paper for $2 or $3, I don't know what the price is now. Um, that's because there are homeless folks who get these papers and sell it to you and uh, they get to keep the proceeds, right? So the paper is called One Step Away because everyone is one step away from a stable life. And so, and so eradicating homelessness isn't as ominous as we thought that it, it is. And I wholeheartedly agree with that because, um, like I said earlier, the biggest step off the street is just to get a place. And that is not super difficult. It is challenging, but it's not super difficult. So from there on, um, and we use, so we call ourselves the Ivy League Misfits because we kind of don't belong there. Well, not don't belong, but don't fit in very well. We're non-traditional, but we, we were able to achieve this Ivy League status. Um, but it's not overnight, right? So um, I went from high school dropout to finishing my GED, going through community college for multiple years, and went to state college, then eventually got, gone to Penn for grad school. And then you um, you as well, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, um, you know, small victories. And also another advantage of small victories, when you have a string of small victories, it keeps your confidence up. You know, think about it. It's like losing weight, right? Where a lot of times we're, we're going through some weight loss plans. Mm -hmm. And if you're saying right from the get-go, I'm going to lose 30 pounds, that sounds like a huge deal. Yeah. But if you, you were to say, this week I aim to uh, lose one pound. Next week, one pound. Next thing you know, two seasons later, you've lost your 30 pounds. Mm -hmm. So how we approach things, we actually set, us, uh, set ourselves up for success when we aim for small victories. Yeah. And I, I, I agree with that. Um, that is something that I've also kind of 
um, learn from you a bit and also learn in my studies um, as a therapist. But, um, you know, when you look at things uh, as a whole, it's easy to get um, to get overwhelmed and have that feeling of overwhelm. Um, but you have also taught me about those small victories because I tend to be a person, all or nothing kind of person. Um, and it's either do it all right now or don't do it at all. <laughs> um, but I'm, I've been learning along the way that it really is about, um, taking those little small manageable steps and, um, you know, working at things and kind of chipping away at those huge goals and, um, winning those little small victories along the way. Yeah. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. That's a good lesson. So what's the last lesson you're going to share? So my lesson number three um, is don't judge. Uh, I think that has definitely come, a lot of that has come from my studies uh, in being a therapist. Um, so you never know what someone is going through. You know, we walk through life with masks on many a times. And on the outside, you know, we can look like we're happy, we're fine, everything is good. But on the inside, you know, we can just be so broken on the inside. And all it can take sometimes is just that one negative interaction to just push someone over the edge. Um, and so, you know, I, it's, it's important not to judge people because a lot of times our actions don't always line up with who we are as a person's. As a person, like our, our the essence of who we are, it doesn't always um, line up with our actions because sometimes we might just be having a bad day, and I might be rude to a cashier or something like that just because I'm having a bad day and I'm not really, um, I'm not really there in that space. So you know, I'm not really thinking about how I'm interacting with someone just because I'm really thinking about something else, and you know, that person may take it as um, they may take it as a personal slight against them when it really isn't. It's, you know. I can attest to her bad days. I don't have bad days. <laughs> well, maybe you don't think so. Mm. Well. It could be as simple as to not eat lunch on time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so don't judge me um, if you see me and I look hangry, okay? And that's perfect for my third lessons. Which is, no matter how angry she is, don't give up. <laughs> do not give up. Yeah, don't give Giving up. Giving up is the worst thing you can do. What else is worse? If you fail, you try again, and you succeed. Then you succeed. Mm -hmm. What if you give up? Then you never have the opportunity to succeed. You can't win the battle you don't enter. Mm -hmm. Right? So I tell my students all the time, um, they might come in. They would, they're late. They haven't submitted their final. Well, can I submit it? I said, well, what do you think? If you don't submit it, you will never get any credit. If you submit it, at least you have a chance. Mm -hmm. Can't guarantee anything. Life has no guarantees. But if you don't try, you cannot succeed. So never give up. Um, I, we've faced many uh, difficult challenges, and there are times I think that we should give up, right? Well, not about you, maybe. Well, we should give up. Mm -hmm. Well, not we together, mm -hmm. but individually haven't you given up on something or try to or think about giving up on something well i've definitely given up on being a lawyer <laughs> twice now yeah yeah who's to say there's not going to be a third time no nope, probably not a third time mm -mm. no lawyering for me 
What's something that you've given up on? I have given up trying to go to Harvard. Okay. Boston is too far away. Mm -hmm. It is. See, even then I've given up for practical reasons. Yeah. That's going to sound so... Uh, what's that word that I'm looking for? Uh, I'm not sure. Alright, we'll, we'll keep it going. Okay. Alright, um, yeah, so those are my three big life lessons so far. And I know, you know, that I'm going to learn a lot more lessons along the way. And I have learned a lot more lessons along the way. But I think those are the, the biggest three right now. What's your... Uh, let's talk about this. What would be the one biggest challenge that you've ever faced? Maybe I think as of right now, one of my biggest challenges is my fear. Yeah, my fear. Um, I think if I didn't have you, we wouldn't. I wouldn't have started this um, this channel because this is something that I've been trying to do for months, years, years actually. Um, that I've been trying to start my own channel, uh, but it's it's been a fear, a fear that's been in my way. Um, whether that's a fear of failure, or um, I think it's a fear of failure, and, and that's one of my that's one of my things. It's fear. Well, it's normal to have fear. Yeah. It's uh, as a matter of fact. Um, so we'll talk about my motorcycle racing another day. But when you are racing. Fear is what keeps you alive. Fear is normal. Fear is healthy. Mm -hmm. And we talk about this all the time. But fear should not stop you from trying. It should just set the tones and set the boundaries for what you're try to, trying to do. And fear is a healthy dose of fear is healthy. Mm -hmm. Too much fear paralyzes you. Too little fear, then you're in danger. danger yeah. So, you know, but you have to kind of look at your fear rationally and see if there's actually a reason to have fear. And what is a fear, what is fear going to get you? Yeah. And fear could be a very good motivator. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, one thing is, uh, I try not to let the fear stop me. I still try to do things to kind of, you know, have those little wins. Um, so I'm still trying. Um, and I guess that's what they call being brave is when you um, still you continue to try to do the things that you are fearful of. Um, so I'm being brave today. <laughs> Uh, so what about you? What's one of your biggest challenges? I have many challenges. But I think the biggest challenge in life so far has been able to meet my own expectations. Mm. Which is difficult. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's interesting. So I try to do many things as we say we try to do it all. But I especially want to try things that I'm not very good at. Because, you know, when you're good at something, you just keep doing it. There's not challenge. There's no challenge. And I like challenging things. So I continue to try to do things that are challenging, and sometimes to my own detriment. So I fall short in doing things that I'm not so good at. And, uh, yeah. I, so I, I said I wasn't going to talk about motorcycle racing quite a bit. But um, I... Motorcycle racing was the hardest thing I've had to do in life. Mm. And it, it was and 
they happen to be the most successful things. Well, one, at least one of the most successful things I've done. And uh, it was really challenging. So it challenged my character. It challenged my resolve. It challenged my commitment. And uh, I kept doing it. And that's how I achieved success. So that's, I mean, I guess it weaved into all the lessons that we have is that I took small steps. I achieved small victories and I never gave up. And uh, I continued to try. And that's how I was able to succeed at something that was really, really challenging. Um, so, you know, it's something I I always say I didn't have much talent in it, but I was able to do it very well. So that just goes to show that you don't, there's anything you want to do, you can do it well if you just keep trying and be persistent. Mm -hmm. And uh, the bigger the challenge, the bigger the reward. Remember, risk and danger and fear is rewarded with satisfaction when you finally achieve it. I agree. But then how come we still don't approach things the same way? Hmm. I don't know. Why don't we approach things the same Well, we have two very, very different personalities. Um, and so we definitely will get into that in future episodes. But um, yeah, our our personalities are very different. Our The way we think about things are very different. Um, our viewpoints uh, are the very way different. we process information is very, very different. different yeah but you know one of the things that um well we do agree on the big things like we value the same thing so that's you know definitely something that keeps us going keeps us together our value system is the same i think that's why um we work really well together and uh we complement each other in multiple ways and it, it's um she always bring you always bring a fresh perspective that I don't have, and I hope I do that uh, for you as yeah, well. Definitely. And you get me to think about things in a different way, mm -hmm. and hopefully that makes me a better person. I feel like no one is right in the middle. Everybody's a little bit biased or mm -hmm. skewed toward one extreme over the other. Yeah. And um, I, I frequently say that you keep me grounded <laughs> because I seem to be kind of flighty. <laughs> and uh, and then you say. I, I think I probably get you to take a little bit more risk. Yes, definitely. Yep. Yeah, hopefully we end up somewhere closer to the middle, mm -hmm. and then uh, in in a in a safe. Well, I don't want to say safe zone because I, I preach not to be too safe, but mm -hmm. so but maybe it's safe and exciting at yeah. the same time. Okay. Well, that's it for me. Well, maybe you should come up with longer topics. Maybe. I will challenge you. What's the 25 biggest life lessons you've learned? <laughs> 20, 25. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she doesn't have the time for that. Uh, I'm a person of brevity. I like to be brief and concise. Um, meanwhile. What? What are you going to say about me? Someone who is very long-winded. How am I long-winded? Well... You keep this conversation going. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs> thanks for watching and thanks for being with us. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.